0: You're listening to the Recruiting Daily Podcast. We're live from Sherm 22 and talking to some of the best minds in HR and business. We are digging into the most pressing issues in the workplace so you don't have to. Now, here's your host, William Tinkup.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, this is William Tinkup and you're listening to the Recruiting Daily Podcast. Today we have Melissa on from Sugar Wish. We're broadcasting live from New Orleans at Sherm Annual and when uh melissa actually is uh she's in hr for sugar wish so we're going to be talking about uh the conference of course but we're also going to be talking about a topic a topic that's near and dear to my heart and also melissa's heart is gratitude at work so um we'll just jump right into it melissa would you do us a favor and introduce both yourself and sugar wish
0: Sure. So, my name's Melissa Mills-Makluda. I'm the Director of People and Culture at SugarWish, which is a Denver-based gift company that's all about fun, enthusiastic gifts that the recipient gets to choose. So, SugarWish sends somebody an email. You get a lovely, fun email, um, branded, lots of bright colors that says, you've received a sugar Wish. And um, then the recipient gets to log on to Sugar Wish, and it's like being in a virtual candy store. There's all kinds of different candies that person can choose. They they are sent to them in these uh, brightly colored boxes. Um, We also have pet treats, which is really fun. People love getting a gift for their dog. Uh, We have snacks to nuts and um, dried fruit and things like that.
1: Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So your title, People and Culture
0: and culture.
1: So, first of all, I love that. Uh, It's so often it's uh, assumed that HR is somehow going to uh, manage culture or be the czar of culture, but you've actually got it in your title.
0: Right. I do. And, you know, I I think of HR as maybe the keeper of the culture or the ambassador of the culture, but it is 100% the responsibility of every single member of an organization to build and maintain that culture. 100%. So I hesitate a little bit on that, on having culture in my title, because it's not just the thing that HR manages. Right. Uh, but um, but I love it, because we are the keepers of the culture, and we're, we're so dedicated and committed to making sure everybody has the tools to, to support that culture. I like that it's explicit
1: position. in the Me title, too. actually, uh, because it's been assumptive. And, like, not talked about. Like, oh, by the way, you, you manage culture. It's like, okay. And uh, I, I think there's it's nice to have somebody that is a keeper, again, a facilitator of that. Uh, so I like that a lot. Um, well, let's get into our topic, gratitude sure. at work.
0: Gratitude at work.
1: So what's your initial take of gratitude at work?
0: Well, gosh, we spend the majority of our waking hours at work. And um, I think a pervasive attitude of gratitude. Didn't mean to rhyme that Um, pervasive notion of gratitude at work is probably the best way for people to feel connected and and focused and centered and happy at work. There's all kinds of research out there about the power of gratitude and gratitude tools and gratitude journals and, and all of those things. And it just kind of comes into that sense of, of positivity and and
1: belonging yeah you know it's funny I wrote that down as we were talking about because pre-show we were laughing about you know you can't really over index on gratitude uh, <laughs> there's <laughs> you can't you can't say there's too much gratitude going on I, I don't see that happening at the board level or c-suite level there's just way too much gratitude going on right now in the organization so I I love the idea of, of gratitude, but I also love that you brought belonging because so much of the more recent discussions that we've been having around DEI have included belonging, which is nice, thankfully. Um, and again, how can you belong or how can you feel like you belong if you don't feel like you're, you're recognized right? and people are grateful for you to be there?
0: And if you don't have people for whom you are grateful
1: Great point. Both ways. It does go both ways, right? Yeah. How do you how do you make sure that it goes both ways? I mean, that's actually. I'm thinking about my wife's personality and my personality, which are completely opposite. Hers would be very easy. Mine, um, not not as easy. Um, and so, like, how do you like from just from a like, as you think about it to make sure that there's givers and takers, right? So, right. how do you make sure that uh, you kind of level? level that out with gratitude
0: so I think to foster a culture of gratitude in an organization I think there are formal and informal ways that you can support that notion so at Sugar Wish we have um, a Slack channel called Gratitude Friday oh cool and every Friday people will hop on that channel and post things for which they're grateful and sometimes it's I want to give a shout out to Bob for helping me meet my last minute deadline and making my issues his, and, you know, so, or sometimes it will be, I just want to say, I'm so grateful that I work remotely and my dog can sit here by my feet right. or somebody else will say something totally unrelated to work. Like I, it's my dad's 85th birthday and I'm so grateful to have my dad in my life. Um, what my team, the HR team, tries to do here and there is pepper in a few articles about gratitude or resources or um, here's a great way, here's a great article from Harvard Business Review on how to write a great thank you note. Right. So that in this gratitude channel, sprinkled into people's messages of gratitude are here's some ways that you can show gratitude. And so we, we wanted to make the opportunity there for people who want to express their gratitude in private or people who want to do it publicly.
1: Right. I love that. I love that. You know, it would be easy for us to talk about how leaders need to lead with this, right? So it'd be super easy. But I want to ask you a question on the, and we can talk about that if you like, but it's the expectation of employees today. So what are the expectations of employees today as it relates to gratitude?
0: That's a great question. I think it is an expectation, even if it's not so conscious. Right. It's an expectation that people will find belonging and connection at work. Right. And so gratitude to me is an important piece of finding that belonging and connection at work. So even if it's not an explicit expectation. Yeah or an articulated expectation for employees, it's certainly there because it's it's part of that that belonging and, and kind of inclusive workplace.
1: I, th- I think you you nailed it. Um, for me, I don't think that they would use the words, but they would have the expectation.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So
1: say so they might not ask you, but I also think that companies that do this well, I think they should tell people that they do this well. Like if you really do, your Slack channel is a great example of, of doing gratitude well you know, this should be on the careers page. This should be in job descriptions where we just say, hey, we foster a a culture of gratitude and belonging. Like we actually care.
0: So one of the things that I do in the interview process, I always ask a question or as I'm designing interviews for hiring managers Mm -hmm. and I'm not in the interview, I always add something about showing gratitude or kindness at work. I mean, it's a Sometimes people are a little taken aback in, in a job interview when I say, "When was the last time you did something kind for a coworker?" And That is um, such a great but, question. But it's so fundamental to yep. keeping that positive culture yep. and to showing from the start that it's our expectation that people lead with kindness and gratitude and empathy.
1: So and it's also for Sugar Wish. It's also kind of one of the things that y'all do for other people. You're like,
0: exactly right.
1: Right. So you also express this in a way of like we've got to be good at this. It's got to be important to us because we've got to then show people how to then do it and carry it into their own organization.
0: You bet. We always say we need to we need to walk our talk. Right. Um, and so we love we send Sugar Wish gratitude messages all the time to clients to family members and and internally for sure.
1: See, can gratitude have you ever seen an example not not naming names or any of that so can gratitude is it subjective enough to where one person's gratitude is another person's criticism? Like I'm I'm thinking about myself here. Of course you know it's like Dave Letterman. Of course I'm thinking about myself. Um, Because I'm thinking about like how I would give gratitude. Right. (laughs) And it It might come up, because I have a problem with sincerity. Every time I come across or I try to be sincere about something, it's because I'm so sarcastic. (laughs) (laughs) It comes across the wrong way. Like, I get misread. Like, God, he is such a, you know, this, that, and the other. I'm like, no, no, I I was actually, have you Um, ever seen it get sideways?
0: Yeah, I think there's, I think insincerity is kind of the enemy of of gratitude, Right. Right. So I think, um, sure, it can get sideways. I think one way it can get sideways is massive public recognition of right. someone who is um, is an introvert and prefers to never be singled out publicly, or um, yeah, or in platitudes. Sincerity. Yep, platitudes. Absolutely. One of yeah. the things that love I, the
1: team. Yeah. <laughs> it's like-
0: Y'all are great. Um, <laughs> So, you know, I work with managers on communication all the time, and we talk about being specific. And so, I always like to, it's the um, thank you with the why. Right. Thank you so much for working on this. The impact is huge because the personal benefit to our team, to me, was this, to our team, is that, to our overall goals as an organization, is this. Um, You know, it's as easy as saying, hey, Ella, thank you so much for working on that project a little bit late last night. Getting that done in advance was helpful to me personally, and it makes people have trust in our HR team.
1: Right. Well, I love the way you framed it up as a why and because. Because the why and because, it it, it gives them a a formula to then think of things and go, okay, instead of platitudes. Exactly, because uh, I had an office space moment there for a second. <laughs> um, you know, instead of platitudes, it then gets people into this is really important to me to then yeah. explain to you why I'm yeah. I'm grateful. Yeah, what's uh,
0: the impact?
1: Because yeah. there there is impact, and people don't know it. I, I've I've had to think about my own life this this in this way that I've impacted other people's lives, and they'll they'll never they'll never tell me that, and I'm okay with that. But it's like we impact each other's lives in thousands of ways, good and bad, but we hopefully more good than bad, uh, but we impact people's lives. And so I I think that just understanding and being grateful to people, I mean, it's actually something I've learned about myself, about uh, reflecting every day about what I'm grateful for.
0: Yeah. It's an amazing practice. Yes. Yes. I take the opportunity on Gratitude Friday. I make sure, I've, Gratitude Friday is something that I picked up from a coworker worker in formal practice right. many, many years ago in a different job. And she said, you know, every day, every Friday before the end of the day, I send a note to somebody thanking them for something specific. Right. And so um, I've, I've had that as a practice in my life, and I try to send a text on Fridays to somebody in my professional life and somebody in my personal life. Just saying, hey, thank you. And it could be as easy as, thank you for taking my dog for a walk right. last week, or thank you, Dad, for instilling a sense of adventure in me that's guided my whole life. That's a real one, actually, yeah. by the way. And so, um, you know, I think to take it, like you said, even bigger than that, and think every single day about things, yeah. the, the gratitude in your life.
1: I think it's it's hard. I think there's two things. One, one is... Um, especially leaders. Leaders will hide behind this. So I'm not talking badly about them, but I think they think that it has to be monumental. It has to be something epic, like we've moved a mountain from here to there. And it's little things. It's it's the tiny things that someone did. Like I really appreciate you know, the other way you smile. Like you just smile, you light up the room, and it just it makes me feel better. And I'm grateful for that.
0: Right. Well, and that's. That's how you build positive momentum, right. right? These tiny little things add up to a movement, or That's right. add up to a lifetime, or add up to a culture. That's right. To bring it to bring it full circle, a culture of gratitude is made on on tiny little things and big things.
1: I love this. I love this yeah. so much. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. This has been wonderful. I mean, a wonderful topic and uh, and also love the work that you are doing at Sugarwish. So thank you.
0: Thanks so much. I yeah. appreciate it.
1: Absolutely. And thanks for everyone listening to the Recruiting Daily Podcast. Until next time.
0: You've been listening to the Recruiting Daily Podcast live at SHRM 22. Check out the latest industry podcasts, webinars, articles, and news at recruitingdaily.com.